<laughs> oh, this one's starting out good. <laughs> Welcome back to Magnum Oops. Sierra. Yes, Chad. Here we are again, sitting at a table, recording yet another episode in the year 2021. Here we are. We said we wouldn't do it. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> we were damn dirty liars. <laughs> and yet, here we are, a surprise bonus episode because the stars aligned, and yes. we are sitting with our really good friend, Lucia. Yay! <laughs> Welcome, Hello. Lucia. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I was thinking I was going to put my, my NPR voice on for the podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> this is already the best one we've done. Little do you know, I sound like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Sierra, what are we doing here? What's going on? What the hell are we doing? Swearing uh, and everything. <laughs> swearing. H E double huggle sticks. H E H E double huggle sticks. Mm-hmm. Classic. We are here chilling over some dessert and coffee at Lucia's. So we have just had a beautiful dinner that Lucia provided for us. And now we <laughs> discovered that uh, Lucia has not listened. <laughs> Des- I'm a big fan. Despite, <laughs> despite being, you know, knowing us for a couple years and being a part of our improv kind of scene, our group, um, she has not actually listened to any of our episodes. It's family. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put her on the spot. We're going to have a, a Lucy Goosey. Um, Lucia Goosey. A Lucia Goosey. Lucia Goosey. <laughs> Lucia Gucia time. Time. Oh my gosh. Is that what we're going to call this episode? Lucia Gucia time? Lucia Gucia, yeah. (laughs) We've got cherry pie. We've got coffee. Um, We've tied her to a chair. We have forced her to open Spotify and subscribe to the podcast. And it's so easy to subscribe, you guys. All I had to do was pick up my phone, open up Spotify... Search, which is a little magnifying glass for the people that don't know. And I typed in Magnum Oops. Actually, I typed in Magnum Ops. <laughs> but what you should do is type in Magnum Oops. It's so easy. And just like that, all the episodes come up. So this is a podcasting first. Never before in history has anyone subscribed to the show they're on while they're on it. I'm super excited. <laughs> Okay, so since Lucia uh, has a background in improv and loves being goofy with us, we are going to have her go through all of our episodes in order, and uh, Lucia will try to figure out what we were talking about on that episode um, to the best of her ability. No, no, she'll tell us what happened in that episode. Yes, she'll (laughs) tell us what happened. Okay, and my only hint is the... Mm-hmm. Two lines that I can see of the sy- episode description. Yeah, of the synopsis. That's right. Okay. So, without further ado, shall we begin? Sierra, what was our very first episode that we talked about? Our very first episode was Hackers and Nostalgia. 
Okay. So, from what I can read, it says Sierra and Jed do a bodacious and deep dive into the 1995 classic film Hackers. We talk about the amazing film, blank. <laughs> That's all I got. Da, da, da. <clears throat> so, from what I remember, Hackers was a movie with slow people, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I vaguely remember one had long blonde hair. Okay, Matthew Lillard played the <laughs> slowest person in the world. Did they work at a box company? <laughs> um, right? Sure. A yep. warehouse, a mm-hmm. box making warehouse. Yeah. Definitely, that's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the word bodacious comes in there. Oh no, shoot. That was like the, the Keanu Reeves movie. The, that was a surfing movie. The what? cliffhanger. What is it called? Point Break? Point Break. Point Break, yeah. It was not Point Break. (laughs) Hackers was this amazing 1995 movie. I swear they worked in a box office, but not like a box... (laughs) Not a movie theater. (laughs) They worked in a box... (laughs) A movie about a box office that didn't do boffo box office. (laughs) A box office, but not about a movie box office. And what you guys are talking about was about how that movie in the 90s influenced Jed so much that it was the year he graduated from high school, and so it changed where he went to college. Though he did his master's in Iowa, hackers (laughs) made him go all the way to Detroit, (laughs) where where the main characters are from. Yeah. How did you know? <laughs> Isn't that close? <laughs> what, uh, what in the famous scene Isn't that we Sly noted? Show Bob that's in it. No, Silent Bob. No. <laughs> no. Slideshow Bob. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking Slideshow Bob was Silent Bob at the same time. Yeah. Yes, we could tell. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Lucia, you must remember the famous scene in Hackers where. An object is spinning around on screen. Now, just tell us, what was that object that was spinning? Hmm. It's funny, because a minute ago, I was hacking. So I could have been considered a hacker. But in the 90s, a hacker was a slow person. Like a person that didn't do anything. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't think it was slack. Oh, my God. No, the whole time I was thinking it was slacker. Wow. <laughs> Old people <laughs> and their slow brains. <laughs> and that's time. And that's, okay, that's time oh, on shoot, Hackers. I was totally thinking slacker. No, you were completely right. All right, let's move to our second episode. Hackers. Oh, fuck, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... How did you recall every detail so perfectly? <laughs> <laughs> so then we released a second episode called... Sticky situations. Okay, and Lucia, remind us what that episode was about. It says in this episode of Magnum Oops, Sierra and Jed dive deep into three stories of sticky and sometimes lethal sit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it says. I'm imagining it's short for situation, but um, imagine whatever you want. Oh yeah, because it's called sticky situations. (laughs) Okay, so in this episode, there are three stories. About sticky and lethal. So it is about honey, glue, 
and mm-hmm. cinnamon buns. Mm-hmm. Three sticky things. Yep. Yes. And I recall one of them was a, oh, all of them have something to do with how someone dies. Mm. But not just a person dying. It's mass death, right? Do you remember how many people died and how? Ooh, from the honey? Lots. <laughs> but not as many as that got killed eating all of those cinnamon buns. There was some kind of a um, um, cinnamon poisoning epi- ep- epidemic. Mm-hmm. Episodic epidemic. An episodic <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> Where an epileptic <laughs> And it got all over his epidermis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then he got really angry, so then he poisoned all of the buns from the day. Well, he was angry because he was slowed down by being so sticky, because he was such a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped his bottle of honey. <laughs> God, I mean, even yes, darling. <laughs> so, so yes, I think it was progressively stickier and more dangerous per item. I remember that. I remember, oh my God, I can't believe how many people would eat rotten Cinnabons. <laughs> but I will say, even if I knew they were rotten, I might still eat one. Just nearly skating mm-hmm. by certain death. Or death, it's okay. <laughs> That's right. They are yep. to die for, darling. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what Sticky Situations was about. I okay. love that You one. came in under time. Let's, let's move on. Then we uh, recorded a show with our good friend, Gus Viewig. Which you and have listened... Wait, did you say you'd listen to this? I did listen to this. So I would kind of like to hear my own version of what I remember from RuneScape. Us too. <laughs> I actually remember a lot from this. So Gus wrote... Okay, on this thing it says, special guest star Gus Viewing. <laughs> <laughs> Viewing. Uh, joins Sierra and Jad to discuss his RuneScape-themed rock opera, A Tale of... God, Gilinear. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, Gilinear, I think it was. Gilinear. Okay, yeah, I remember this. He was... I think RuneScape is a video game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was writing funny things about it. And it became this rock opera because he was so bored during COVID. That's right. You're, you're nailing it. That he and his mate, oh yeah, he and his mate was listening to some kind of like Harvard um, class about how to be happy. And one mm. of them was talking about doing things that you did as a kid. And um, one of the things he did as a kid was play RuneScape. And then somehow he parlayed that into his skills today of writing music Mm-hmm. In different genres. Um, and I thought there was getting traction or something. Like people were, who didn't even know what RuneScape was, was really enjoying the rock opera itself because of the different genres that it was bringing in. And uh, Gus is real happy with himself. That's fantastic. You nailed it. Yeah, that was seven months ago. Excellent Ooh, memory. There's, there's nothing to laugh about. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And the momentum of the show comes to a screeching halt. (laughs) For about five seconds. Thanks a lot, Gus. (laughs) Then, of course, famously, we recorded our episode called... Okay, you guys are going to hate me. Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know it's supposed to know this, but okay. Okay, it says, get ready to expand your mind. 
as we dive deep into the one of the greatest albums you ever made, along with the way Will Tall. Um, okay. <laughs> along the way Will Tall. Along the way Will Tall. Yes, that's right. Talk. Okay. Um, all right. You guys are going to hate me. Now, you know who recorded Dark Side of the Moon, right? That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like ACDC. Mm-hmm. They recorded it. Lots of other bands did, too. <laughs> or uh, some kind of a mind-expanding... Uh, who's the Jerry Garcia band? Yep, the Jerry Garcia band. <laughs> the so, Jerry so Garcia they, band. So ACDC recorded some tracks. Jerry Garcia band Dark, recorded some tracks. Dude. A, no, no. Um, um. Oh, no, I know who did it. AC, not, um, you know, the, 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 um... The Bat Fighter. Vince Vaughn. The Bat Fighter. No. <laughs> oh, Ozzy Osbourne. Osbourne. <laughs> Osbourne. Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon is Ozzy yes. Osbourne. Yes. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. This so is- ACDC did the first third. And. <laughs> it's a spectacular album. It pulled from all genres in different time periods. But. And as you recall, it's a, it's a, um. You know, a common kind of like thing to do in the dorm room when you get high is you sync up Dark Side of the Moon to which movie? Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon would be synced to the Pink Floyd one. Where... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wait, is this a Pink Floyd? <laughs> no, 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 you, no, you sync Dark Side of the Moon, moon to, to Pink, Pink Floyd's Floyd The Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. That's it's, what y'all were talking that's about. That's what I did every day in it's college. What, it's what you do. Yep. It's like a rite of passage. <laughs> I feel like I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Dark Side of the Moon by? Pink Floyd. Okay. <laughs> is that the, but the, uh, but they also did the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe it? This band released more they than released one album. two whole albums. <laughs> <laughs> and not one of them bit the head off a bat. No. I was thinking that was Ozzy. But didn't Ozzy also do something on the side of the moon? <laughs> it it bark at the moon. Oh. See, I might just yeah, yeah, yeah. on the perimeter of what the hell y'all talking You've got, about. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're pulling the threads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I've got references. Ooh. I've seen this show. <laughs> Dope. What okay. a delight. So then we did an episode about. Married at first sight. I, I've seen this show. It says, who wouldn't marry someone they've never met for a reality TV show? See, reality TV, that's my genre. <laughs> okay, so we, uh, we explore the wild, weirdly exploitative world. Is probably what it says. Mm-hmm. Just the so, whole world is exploitative. <laughs> yes. So I think they're like on season three or four. I don't know. But the one that I watched... Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have the funniest joke about this because the one that we watched, there was this tall basketball player that married this really little girl and she was like so madly in love with him and he was just dogging her the whole time. He was cheating like from day one. And I don't know if you guys remember this one, but you should have been talking about this on your podcast. <laughs> were they like two feet difference in yes, height? Yeah. they were. And at the end, she was all sad about it and he's all like, well, you know. 
get together for me like it's like you know like it's over man it's over. <laughs> I actually I, feel like I've seen that season uh-huh. <laughs> he's like you know it's like a different chapter books open books closed chapter done <laughs> it's so funny him and I do all that all the time you know what shit's over man <laughs> done <laughs> Do you remember the scene where someone fell off of a vehicle? No. You do, because you, you know, what was the scene where oh, someone... Oh, you're probably... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I think they can figure out how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> what was that vehicle that someone oh, fell right. off the back of? So someone was sitting in the back of a, a, wrang- a Jeep Wrangler, and obviously it had no doors or back. Um, and oh, so you're going to wrangle. Yeah, so they were um, prompted to go, ooh, they had gotten married in Vegas, and they had to go riding in the desert after as like a thing, and they got so excited about it, and one girl just got married, and she fell right off. The way that you said that sounded like you were on a promo for a real life show. She got right on there, and then fell right off. She fell right off, and then... That's when the vows came in, because it went straight <laughs> from marriage to for sicker till death. <laughs> Only in sickness and death. Yeah. It went straight from vows right into sickness and death. <laughs> from broken bones to the morgue. Get. Are you talking about Anna Karenina? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> probably here. Yeah. <laughs> I could be just whacking my thighs. Okay, that was fun. See, I knew about that one. That's okay. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. Oh. Then. Oh, you guys. You're too hip to be cool. You're like too hip for me. Okay. It's um. just going to get worse. <laughs> obscurity into obscurity. Okay. <laughs> this one's called Favorite Bands. The Decemberists. Okay, never heard of it. Um, if you weren't willing to take a bullet for your plants, huh? <laughs> then you've got no business in listening to this. Op- <laughs> I was going to say Optimum Prime. <laughs> okay, listening to this Magnum Oops episode. <laughs> yes. Now, which, which one of us uh, mm. is... Has their fa- favorite pants as the Decemberists. Mm, it's hard. It's like a toss-up. It's a coin toss between you two. Okay. I'm going to say Sierra. Okay, that's right. Yep. Because, obviously, someone in this band died to take care of their plants. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. And that's what all their songs are about. It's about... All their songs. Famously, all of their songs. Their songs. <laughs> Nine albums. <laughs> My favorite is That's Wilting Petunia. <laughs> you know it. I you know, know it. That's my yeah. favorite song too, Sierra. Oh my god. Well, I, I figured that that's why they're your favorite band because you're plant obsessed. And of course, so all mm-hmm. as you can see by the everything about me. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's why you like them so much. 
And you were talking about how all of their, each album, each nine albums, each one has to do with a different species of tr- uh, plant. I think there's one the, about cacti. There's one about ficuses. Mm. There's one about ferns. Did you know that there are hundreds of types of ferns? I did because the album, album. confirmed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the name? <laughs> Which was what the album was called, right? Confirmed. Confirmed. Confirmation. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why our improv group didn't get a second um, performance out of this. <laughs> had nothing to do with a global pandemic, I assure you. <laughs> it have nothing to do with that. Or a tornado. <laughs> or God telling me you cannot perform on stage with people. Oh. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think that's what it is. And Decemberist is specifically about Christmas trees. That's, wow. That's, that's their finale 12th album. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. I know. Then once we reviewed Sierra's favorite band, mm-hmm. the Decemberists, then for the follow-up Jad, episode, Jad, what did we had? Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh. We had a we had another episode in there that wasn't about favorite. Okay, bands. but we will get there. Yes. To Jad's favorite band, Pod Pals. Oh, okay. This must be okay. Pod Pals. Adam Infantino. Mm-hmm. Treat me like the devil, and I'll show you my blank. <laughs> That's what it really says. <laughs> the answer may surprise you. On this episode, Sierra invites. Okay, so obviously Adam is a fellow podcaster. Yep, correct. He's an adult baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there in his name. <laughs> when you grow up to become an adult baby, you have to. <laughs> you have to keep name infant. Infant, so. Set your last name. Yeah. yeah. It well. He talked about how he wasn't like that, and then after he learned what his name meant, it started to like affect him. And it that's snowballed. what the whole ha- podcast is about. Mm. It's about how um, adult babies become adult babies, <laughs> or how adult babies never mature into adults. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. why he stayed in Fantino forever. And that's what There was a says. famous movie about the condition. Do you remember? The Curious Case of? Baby Pants. <laughs> 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 yep. Well, so in 2022, here. we are going to be doing an episode on the curious case of baby pants. That's what this says. Treat me like the devil, and I'll show you my baby pants. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yay! Yes. I would totally remember. That Ding. Was, that was one of my favorites. I like cross cross. Yep. Promoting. Mm. Yes. Is he famous? <laughs> yes. Or is he just your friend? I don't know. Well, so he's a little of both. He can't be famous and my friend? Rude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I know Pedro Pascal, okay? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you. Hey, we I, know Jim France. Star <laughs> girl. And I almost met Luke Wilson. Yeah, on the set of your favorite film and or TV show. Star girl. Star girl. <laughs> There is no better Hollywood story than I almost met Luke Wilson. <laughs> I mean, Tinseltown, baby. Talk about Robin <laughs> So then... Are we good on time? So after... Oh, um, we've stopped. We've, yeah. Oh, time yeah, we're good. Schmein. Time, time schmein. Schmein. 
Now we're up to July 18th, and we dropped an app, which was called... You guys. (laughs) Okay. Which now famously is Jad's favorite band. Yeah, favorite bands. The Airborne Toxic event. Dudes. Okay. Magnum Oops is back with an exploration of Sierra's favorite band. (laughs) (laughs) You tricksters. The Airborne Toxic event. It's the episode. <laughs> From now on, we should just stop our descriptions right there, because what else do you need? Just, it's the episode. Uh-huh. J- I remember this. Jad said his favorite band, and it was so lame. <laughs> That's Sierra's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do my favorite, another favorite band of mine. That's right. That's that right. remember? And yep. then you guys got in that big fight. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They strong-armed almost, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you say your favorite band is the Wiggles, I mean. <laughs> A wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> you leave Raffi alone. Is that really a band? <laughs> I feel like one of those old ladies that they pull on to the, um, the hip, like, Conan O'Brien shows and they interview her about, like, modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that me? <laughs> I, I don't think that any of this is necessarily... This has to do with the fact that you've not listened to any of the episodes. It <laughs> <laughs> has literally nothing to do with age. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. So, this band is obviously about COVID. It's called the Airborne Toxic Event. <laughs> the whole band started in uh, exactly March of 2020. And they were thinking, well, they were going to name the whole band after, like, Corona Beer, because they're, like, these really cool beer-drinking guys. Like, hey, dude, Bunch let's of call hipsters. Yeah, hipsters, man, we're going to do Corona time. And then shit hits the band, and they go, let's go a little bit incognito and call mm. this the Airborne Toxic Event. Nobody will suspect a thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll be around for two months. But nobody realizes they're still around 22 months later. We all remember how this went down. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we're just going to be here, like, you know, maybe a month. Everybody was like, wow, temporary band. Yeah, give people four to eight weeks off, man. We're just going to, like, hang out and do our temporary band thing while we're not at work. What was Sierra's favorite song from Airborne Toxic Event? Ooh. Mm. Death Mask? (laughs) Wow. Uncanny. Uncanny, yeah. The death mask or death no mask. Did you actually secretly already listen to all these episodes? Because you're just nailing it. Death no mask is a close second. I just feel like I know you guys in the podcast so well Mm. that, uh, yeah, I can just either remember it or just, you know. And just intuit it. Just intuit. I'm so... (laughs) You can intuit that you are into it. I'm so into it that I can into it. Wow. I mean, while I'm doing my taxes with into it. Into it. TurboTax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yes, um, I really like that band, actually. I kind of wish they would go away now. 
<laughs> but apparently they've become an international hit. That just keeps giving the hits. The hits keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stop. We got new stuff coming out every day. Mm -hmm. We got new stuff coming out every day. We're the airborne toxic event. <laughs> Unless if you have death mask on. We're off. Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> What, what was our next episode? Okay. Okay. Back to movies. The Postman Always Rings Twice. 1946 and 1981. Remade. Listen. Listen, see? Talk about a classic movie. A terrible remake. Neither of which featured T-Pain. See? <laughs> I don't remember why we... I don't remember that reference. <laughs> I think that's what you're referencing. In the 40s, someone obviously said, listen, she... Mm hmm Yeah. <laughs> T-Pain. Yeah, you got that right, Dame. See? <laughs> listen, T. So according to what I remember, right? It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> About an Amazon deliverer. <laughs> 1946. Who, who delivers packages. See? See? And he's got extra customer service, see? Because normally if they deliver a package, they ring the doorbell once ah. and leave your shit there. And, and by the time you get to the door, they're gone, you know? Mm, but this not guy, this one. See him? Not this guy. He's like one of the, like, make it. He wants to be made, right? And so he rings the doorbell twice. Because <laughs> he's a part of the experience economy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he wants you to see him ring it twice before he leaves. Your package. <laughs> so, it is, oh yeah, so the movie, see, is, um, it's a tale of um, the future. Mm. What happens? Because at the time, in the 40s, right? Like I said, they only ring it once. It's been a thing. It's mm -hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. So this guy sees into the future and says, I'm going to ring twice. He sees, see? He sees, see? He sees it so much, right? That in 1981, he stars in the same movie. Twice. Brought the same actor back for, to play the role again. Twice. Twice. It's that's like his, you were there, Twice. That's his thing, see? <laughs> <laughs> this mall's got some getaway sticks on her, yeah? Was I close? Yep, nailed it. Or was Postman that Ring Twice a Christmas movie? It is not a Christmas movie. Okay, okay I was right the first time. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Amazon delivery. Get it right the first time. That's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon delivery guy. Extra service. So then... Okay. D&D &D with Eric Thayer. <laughs> Eric Thea. Eric Thea. I hardly know her. <laughs> they are here. I like Eric everywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dive into the world of RGPs. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. Okay. R RPGs. With Jad Sierra and their guests and fellow improviser Eric Thayer. Eric You'll Thayer. hear about 
I say about an hour of really boring shit. <laughs> Wait, that's not what it says. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. D and D. Which, of course, stands for... Oh, I was thinking D and D was an advertising agency for some reason. And what do they advertise? <laughs> Don and Draper. <laughs> see? Yeah, see? They were also from the same time period. The 30s. Right? Don Draper was had another, the 60s. Had another 30 years. 60s, yeah. 60s. Okay, so he stopped talking about What's that. 30 years between friends? Right. Oh, of course, D and D's Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Um, I wouldn't have known that an hour ago. Um, so, Eric is talking about the whole world of Dungeons & Dragons, where RPG is repetitive person gouging. <laughs> I mean, we talked about it a lot. It was very repetitive. A lot of repetitive person gouging. Yeah. So, so you're right. Isn't that what D&D is about? It's like mm-hmm. killing dragons. Yep. Um, pretending like you're other people killing dragons. Um, <laughs> and then rolling, repetitive person gouging afterwards. And then person gouging and then roll dicing. Yeah. <laughs> roll dicing. <laughs> roll dice. I think of role playing, but I meant roll dice. Roll, rolling dice. Yeah. Um, so I guess he's talking about how cool it is that you can kill dragons <laughs> and there's dragons in the dungeons um gosh. there are dungeons within the dragons <laughs> yes. i mean and inside those dungeons are even smaller <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of what okay so so i guess it because it's repetitive role gouging no wait <laughs> repetitive person gouging it's about fighting okay yes he was talking about how he loves the fighting um, and how he can kill people, stabbing them, like roll, repetitively, repetitively <laughs> gouging their eyes and stabbing, um, and get away with it. That's right. Now, we also did an improv scene in that episode mm. uh, where <clears throat> Eric portrayed a civil servant who had some supernatural abilities. Do you remember? Ooh, oh, yes. You remember, of course. He becomes, he becomes the, uh, the civil servant that is... Yeah, but what kind of civil servant? He's a postman, of course. Okay. Who sees into the future and realizes the future of post-officing is ringing twice. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was Eric the whole time. Oh, ooh. <laughs> you looped it like you looped it right back. Like, no, you did. <laughs> Well, they called the post office back then, but now it's called Amazon. <laughs> That's where I get all my packages. <laughs> you feeling good? Yeah. Ready for the next one? Yes. You are nailing these. Just, just knocking them out of the park. Okay. So then it was the 13th of September, and we released this episode, which was... Remind us about this one, Lucia. Mm, okay. This one's called Snack the Planet. Join Sierra and Jed with special guest Katie as we snack our way around the whole damn planet. Aww. We discover. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so this one, September 13th, has something to do with it. Is that Earth Day? Uh huh. <laughs> 
Because you said we made it on September 8th, uh, 13th. So I felt like maybe that was like something special. Okay, so yes, it's Earth Day. And part of what we want to do for Earth Day is to see the Earth, hence what you said, the whole damn planet, and make sure that all the snack packages are getting thrown away after they got eaten. Because, you know, it is Earth Day. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. And so... When, when Earth Day comes around, you want to generate as much trash as you can. Exactly. <laughs> Tie it into snacks. <laughs> we're, we're actually like a reverse Santa Claus. Instead <laughs> of so spreading trash all over the planet. Here, everybody. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's favorite catchphrase. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so is this Katie from our group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Katie, 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 yo, snacks girl. Um, yeah. So Katie is a prolific reader. And so she already knew all the books about snacks about the planet, all around the planet. And so she was waiting for Earth Day to talk about the Earth because she knows so much about her reading. And so she literally went through every single country and their snack preferences. Mm. Is that correct? What did she do with their snack preferences? She ate them. She ate her snacks. <laughs> she had them here. It was like, you know, that was a special treat. Because she mm. also cooks. She also cooks a yes. lot. Mm-hmm. And she reads a lot. And so while she was prepping, she just cooked as she read all the books. And then you got, I, yeah, I totally remember that. You guys had some. You had an allergic reaction to one of the snacks. Mm. Is that true? <laughs> Famously. And then um, they went on without you, though, I think. Yeah. I think you were just like, ah, I'm yeah. mm-hmm. And then you left. <laughs> yeah, we called an ambulance. But yeah. then they kept going. The show must go on. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the six seconds you cut out the woo, woo, woo <laughs> part. Like, that, not that. That's yeah. Right? <laughs> that part? Yeah. No dings. Exactly. It was just out of shut. politeness. Exactly. And the choking part? Yeah. I mean. That was really annoying, too. <laughs> <laughs> Very impolite Very, to choke. Yes. We were like, this is a podcast. <laughs> Let's be professional. Um, so, yeah, I really like that one because am I supposed to remember these episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you really liked it. I really liked this yeah. one because it just made me think of um, food, which is my favorite. And it was just, uh, it was something that was very relatable to me. Because you, you like hadn't food? done anything about food before. Mm-hmm. This is true. That's right. That's right. And I felt like it was like this, you know, you guys were growing up and diversifying the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it became more like... Almost like a goop where it became like a lifestyle podcast instead of just music and obscure movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We never go back to movies. Oh, no? Mm-mm. Oh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we did not ever go back to talking about movies until the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Which was? September. Oh, Okay. Oh, that's cute, you guys. That also was in September, but not. It was in Shrek Temper, actually. <laughs> okay, Le- legally we legally. have to call it Shrek Temper. Shrek episode one. Oh, that means there's a Shrek Temper episode two. 
You catch on fast. <laughs> this, this one's bright. This big head holds a big noggin. She's no slow hacker. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to ring twice. Okay. Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. Hey now. Talking about Shrek. Yep. What a concept. We gap about Sierra's favorite childhood movie and Yule. <laughs> And Yule, like, tied. <laughs> Your favorite childhood movie and Yule. Yep. Logs and mm. tied. But back to Shrek-tember, which is not in December at all. Mm. This is correct. I love Shrek 1 and 2. And I think it's really sweet that this is your favorite movies Because I think it's time for me to show my kids Shrek 1 now for Christmas. Even though it's, this is Shrek-tember, I still feel like Shrek's a Christmas movie. I mean, I got it as a Christmas present. That's not a lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really think it's a Christmas movie. I don't know why. I think a lot of the characters are dressed Because Shrek up. is green? No, but I think like there is one where... And the dragon is red But they celebrate Christmas, don't they? They're, yeah, they do a special. Uh, not in the movie, but they I do a the Christmas special. Men have, like, um, there is a gingerbread man, which yeah, is Christmassy. But he also had, like, at one point, a scarf and everything, but... I think that's in the second movie, and it was on his legs. His scarf was on his legs? <laughs> oh, I thought you said scar. <laughs> oh, he's, got, he's got a scar right, right like here <laughs> when he tried to hang him in a kid's movie. <laughs> or when he got murdered, like someone tried to kill him. No, no, he had a scar. Um, I thought. Okay, um... <laughs> Hey Donkey! Hey Donkey! <laughs> That's what I remember. You took on the Shrek character and you kept saying Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. We're on radio. <laughs> or I mean podcast and you guys can't see me. Mm-hmm. I meant Jad was talking was taking on the character of Shrek. And so he kept going, Hey Donkey! Hey Donkey! <laughs> the worst Shrek ever. <laughs> hey Donkey! <laughs> And then you were Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Sierra was taking on the Eddie Murphy donkey thing. You're like, hey, Shrek! <laughs> What's up over there, Fiona? <laughs> should, we, should we recreate that yeah, famous like, scene? Remember? Do it. Do it. You guys... It's your... Eh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, donkey! Hey, Shrek! Mm. <laughs> And then Santa Claus walks in. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and then the poor gingerbread man like. <laughs> I regret this. It's Santa Claus. <laughs> I got a scar on my neck. Uh. <laughs> hey, Donkey. Hey, Shrek. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Somebody please make an animation of that. <laughs> if I had any friends who animated, maybe I do that I don't know about. If I had any Hit friends. Hit us up. <laughs> but uh, I don't have any friends. Right? And I'm definitely not going out there by myself. No way, donkey! Hey, wait a minute. I got a great idea. I'll stick with you. 
You're a lean, mean fight machine. Together we're scared the spit out of anybody who crosses it. Ogres have lairs. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what does Fiona sound like? That's me. Cameron Diaz. Oh my gosh, Shrek! <laughs> <laughs> There's some jizz in my hair. <laughs> Shrek, look at my bangs! <laughs> which we talked about in our next episode, which was... Okay. September. It's still September. Wow, you guys are really prolific in September. Three episodes, y'all. Good job. That's why I'm having such a hard time because I mix them all up. There was so much activity in September. Okay, Shrek Timber, episode two. Shrek, the musical. Shrek Timber wraps up with a look at the bizarre and ill conceived Shrek musical. We praise the actors, W. <laughs> for for winner. The actors winner? We praise the actors Winnebagos. <laughs> okay. Walruses? <laughs> I vaguely remember the Shrek thing coming out, but who was the star? Ooh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey donkey. <laughs> hey! Donkey! Family. Family. <laughs> Oh, but you know he can't do an eye No, exactly. <laughs> He's like, yo. It would just be Vin Diesel. Hey, yo, yo, donkey. Family. We're family. <laughs> hey, donkey. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Doesn't he off the list? Or is that so. Mike Tyson? That's Mike Tyson. <laughs> I think he's mixed up. Ooh, what about Mike Tyson? In Shrek the Musical. <laughs> Better, but I can see my cousin do it too. Hey, hey, donkey! <laughs> donkey, donkey! Hey, donkey! Come on over here, yes? Hey, listen here, donkey! That's how Mike Tyson talks. Yeah, but you're saying he is donkey. No, he's Shrek. Oh, he's Shrek. It's oh my either God. Vin Diesel or Mike Tyson playing Shrek. Oh, I'm gonna That's throw up. <laughs> Too fast, you're too furious. What about him in Galaxy Quest where all he goes is Groog? <laughs> what about him in Galaxy Quest where all he goes is Groog? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Generic brand that mom brings home from the store. It's, it's when you get your Marvel movie on Wish.com. <laughs> right. Uh, right. <laughs> no, no, no. Yep. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. To be fair, Galaxy Quest is one of my favorite movies. I met Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. Where they like cast him so perfectly because all he goes is, <laughs> is that what he says? I'm Groog. That's right. Yep. Groog. It's like spot on, Ben. I'm Groog. Groog. Family. Groog. Groog. Vroom. Vroom. They're like spot on. Spot on. Thank you. He talks like an adult baby. He's like. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, wait. <clears throat> Isn't that who you would... I mean, for real, though. Isn't that who you would cast as the musical Shrek? <laughs> you would have been like gangbusters. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Nobody I know. Broadway level performers. Yeah. Uh, but usually, like, tell you their names. Mm-mm. Usually, with something like that, they'll pull in like one like star, like Idina Menzel or whatever. Yeah. Her name is the there was no like Kristen Chenoweth. No. No. Sean Hayes didn't play no. Shrek. Pull out Sean Hayes and play Shrek. Shrek. Ah, dang. It's September, you guys. It was hard to when we started going weekly. Yes, it was hard to follow Shrek Timber 1 and 2, but we did it with the next episode, Ooh, which was... October comes into play. True crime. What really happened to us? Yikes. Like to you, y'all. Oh, here's houseplants again. <laughs> Thieves. Why do they lust for destroying our houseplants? <laughs> What's up with, like, the killing for houseplants and houseplants? You and your plant obsession. My plant killing obsession, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why does everybody keep their hot dogs and socks? <laughs> <laughs> what well, earth? you remember, right? This has one nothing to do with the other. Let's start yeah. over. It says thieves. What do they lust for destroying our house plants? And why does everybody keep their hot dogs and socks? <laughs> <laughs> Hot dogs and so that probably says sausages. <laughs> yeah, but I like it to say sauce. Sauce. That's what this says. Sauce. I'm not going to argue. Okay. Why does everybody keep their hot dogs and sauce? Sauce. Huh. You're not supposed to keep sauce. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to give it away. And if it comes 
if it doesn't come back to you, souse was never meant to be. It was never yours to begin with, girl. Okay. Um, true crime. I'm not sure those are real crimes, but since they really happened to you guys, they're like small crimes. Like someone stole your sauce and hot dog. <laughs> because you obviously kept it in the wrong place. That's why it says, why does everybody keep mm. their hot dog and sauce? Probably in the house where someone also destroyed plants. So, I'm going to say it each happened to you. You were telling a story about how you love plants, and mm. you would take a bullet for your plant, which is that what I would. The, the whole other band was talking about, the ex-Christmases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ex-Christmases. The December. The ex-Christmases. <laughs> the Decemberists. I was just thinking, okay, the Decemberists who are plant killers. Mm, yep. So you're listening to the music, mm. and someone heard it. The music of plant death. <laughs> someone heard your Decemberist album, because you constantly play them over and of over course. and over. And so they obviously understood that you would take a bullet for your plants. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I'm going to test that out. <laughs> and so they <laughs> I like like one of your neighbors people are like this lady keeps saying she would take a bullet for the plant i'm gonna test it out and so they came to your house and they just destroyed all your plants guns (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit overkill but Mm -hmm. they wanted to see if you would jump in front of those bullets Mm. and you apparently didn't so they're like she's sus (laughs) (laughs) and what was the crime that happened to me Mm. Well, like I said, someone defiled your hot dogs in the south. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Your, your classic hot dog defiling. I think you got your neighbors. <clears throat> talking about how you were, if, oh, yes, if you were neighbors, that the guy who was shooting at mm. the plants would have come over and defiled your hot dogs in the south. <laughs> because, obviously, you keep them keep in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. But that one time, oh yes, that's why you're so mad. Because one time you did put the sausage away in the container. What kind of container holds yeah, sausage? Yeah. What's the ideally shaped object which is just uniquely suited for holding one sausage? I think you just put them in body pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say if I needed to put you know one, one sausage, <laughs> one sausage in a container. But the thing about the body sauce, I mean, the body, um, the body pillow <laughs> is that it would cushion the sausage perfectly. Thought, Do you guys know what a body pillow is? Yes, yes but... I, I honestly assumed you meant a body pillow, like, case. Oh, no! <laughs> I meant inside the body pillow. Okay, so that's too big is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had a hot dog or a, or a bratwurst, what would be... The ideal object, which could be a container for, for that. Because you don't want to have an unwrapped hot dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know where I would put mine? Hmm. You know when you're a kid and you have those little round, like the cylindrical um, pencil cases with the zipper on top and it like opens like this? I put a hot dog inside, <laughs> zip it up. Leave it at school <laughs> over the holiday weekend. Leave- That's where it gets its sleep. This is what I think. This is a brave idea. Listen to this. I would leave it out in the open. Okay. Because a hot dog thief is not smart, and so they're like, "Ooh, school stuff," and they would, <laughs> and they wouldn't even open up the pencil. Oh, container. you're saying you? Yeah. You're saying, 
the the layers of reverse psychology here. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. That's what I'm saying. Leave it's... it out in the open in your little pencil case. Because I a see. hot dog thief or a hot dog defiler, because he wasn't going to steal it. He just wanted to defile mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. hot dog himself. Or she or they. Or thems. Whomever. Mm-hmm. Anybody. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a man's, but it could have been a woman's or thems. But yes, I would keep it in a um, pencil container. Perfect size. And like what you're saying, reverse psychology distraction. Someone be like, ew, school pencils and stuff. Gross. I just want a hot dog. <laughs> and they would totally walk right by it. I can't believe more people don't do this to <laughs> safeguard their hot dogs. Stupid just idiot. Just the idea what that idea is like hiding in plain sight. I am aware. Mary in plain sight. Married in plain sight. <laughs> I see you there, and I will marry you. <laughs> Married in plain sight these days. I'm not going to marry you in the pitch dark anymore. <laughs> I would like for other people to see us. <laughs> right in plain sight. Wow, that's brave. That's a new okay. one. <laughs> Wow. We followed that episode with the next one, which was... Spooktober. Ooh! Okay. I I got this one. Nightmare on Elm Street. This is of my generation. Um, Spooky season is here. What better way to usher in the frights than a four-part review? A four-part review? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you read that right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love this movie, but that's a lot. Okay, okay. So... Nightmare on Elm Street came out before you were born, Sierra. Correct. And uh, uh, maybe just a little bit your, before your time, Jack, because I was very little when it came out. And I'm mm-hmm. four, we just determined four years older than you. Mm-hmm. I mean, 20 years younger than you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember watching it in the movie theaters. So I guess you guys had watched it on video by the time it came out. So you're home and you're safe. Or safe. Amazon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, or Amazon. <laughs> I am old. Wow. I remember when the post office man, the postman came and brought it to my house. He only rang once. I didn't even I didn't get the package because he only rang once. Because you didn't hear it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sure he, first I could see that you guys were talking about how mm, how revolutionary that particular... It's kind of like, to me, the horror film version of The Matrix because it changed the whole idea of what horror could be is now he's in your dreams, and so mm. it's no longer the normal, like, you know, slasher guy that's actually at the lake. He's not a physical being anymore. Mm-hmm. So it kind of changed your whole, like, thought process and where things could happen, kind of like... And then after that, I felt like some of it... They're like some copycats and kind of like, oh, well, you know, like Candyman and some of the mirror. The other ones where it's more like legends mm-hmm. of killers rather than before that they were actually like real, like Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Freddy, not mm-hmm. Freddy Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers and the other one. Jason. Jason Voorhees were actually people. <clears throat> Freddy was like a, a legend and a dream mm. type, right? Kind of like The Matrix where it kind of changed the genre a little bit. So you sure. could have talked about how it was revolutionary at its time. We could have. <laughs> this is ended up being better than our yeah. episode. You could have talked about, I'm just thinking about the four parts. You could have talked about how that made Wes Craven's career, really. 
into like this whole like director of like horror stuff. Sure. Um, I will tell you a quick aside about Freddy Krueger. I love asides about Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I was in high school and there was a video store. This is when they used to have these things called VHS tapes. <laughs> and you would have to rent them out from video stores. There was a video store right across the street from my house called Video World. And they were running a promotion where Freddy Krueger was coming to the store <laughs> to like sign autographs. And I was like, I am going. However, like I said, I was in high school. I must have been 15, somewhere around there. No, 14 or 15. Because by now he was really famous. Um, because he's now obviously in the video store. So that means it was probably two years after the release of the movie. Because back then it took a long time for it to get to video. Anyway, I had a job at the mall. And I, had to, I was scheduled to work that day. And I was like, I've got to see Freddy Krueger. So I called and quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I could go see Freddy Krueger. But I was a teenager. I worked at the mall. And you could get a job at the mall anytime. They're yeah. like yeah, 70 stores higher at the same time. <laughs> you know. So I was like, yeah, um, I'm not coming in. He's like, are you sick? I was like, no, I'm not coming in ever. <laughs> Oh, and also the thing about the um, the movie is that it also broke a lot of different um, cinematography stuff. Remember the scene where she kind of like flew up, mm -hmm. was getting like killed. Actually, that mm -hmm. was like for that particular genre. Genre also a kind of, kind of like a high end movie yeah. cinematography thing. Kind of again like the Matrix Bullet Time. You could talk about how it became like such a phenomenon. I mean, I can't see a bunch of little kids jump roping on the street singing one, two, without thinking they're fucking freaky. <laughs> because, to be honest, yeah, if there I, were a bunch of kids singing one, two, not Freddie coming through, but the normal ones, like I one, be two, very buckle your shoe, three, four, yeah. close the door. Um, yeah, fuck those kids. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you fucking creepy kids. <laughs> Get out of my Get the HG Huggle Hockey Get the HG Double hog, Huggle Stick out of my neighborhood. I feel the same way about twins because of the shining. Mm. I'm a mother. Of yeah, I was going to say, that must be a fun time for you. Ooh, that's more. So then, in, so then in our next episode, we did what? Oh, I see. <laughs> That's where it went. It stopped to review The Great, so I thought it was a four-part review of The Great movie, but this went into the greatest, probably, movies. Right? Yes. <laughs> you okay. know. You know. Okay. Uh, now I'm getting the concept. Spooktober. Hellbound. Hellraiser 2. Another good one, guys. We have such sounds to play for you. Again. <laughs> Welcome to our Spooktober best celebration. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Spooktober celebration as we get dragged. <laughs> Jad. Jad comes in all like this thing. <laughs> we got dragged so hard in that episode. <laughs> came on full drag. She's like, mm, you know what my favorite Halloween movie is? Hellraiser. Not one, but two. <laughs> I really love that movie, too. I think the Hellraiser movies came out the same time. I also remember being in high school singing Pinhead. Mm -hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. And so, okay, so I'm not thinking all the concepts of one movie. Um, 
you guys talked about how much it scared you on uh, Amazon streaming or on Hulu. <laughs> 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 um, and Jad would still watch it on video. <laughs> yeah, concurrently at the same time. I would like sitting next to each other. Your TV is like yeah, this yeah. deep. Yep. Yeah. Jack's <laughs> a real purist. Yeah. He I like had a, a tube, like a real tube. Um, yep. The boob tube. That's right. I had a <laughs> laser disc player <laughs> for high fidelity, letterboxed. Ooh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember that. You guys were talking about it. Ooh, about, uh, ooh, and one of you nerds must have had the Hellraiser box. <laughs> Like a plastic one, you jet. You really had one of them. You're right. I had a Hellraiser puzzle box. I knew it! <laughs> I bet you it's still there. And for the episode, you brought it out to show Sierra, and then y'all peeked over it. Like, yeah! <laughs> Just for five minutes. Yeah! 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 yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the whole Hell Collector, the Hellraiser Collector's box probably looked like the box. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full of DVDs. Marketing background here. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. So what was the thing on Hellraiser? Was it like the modern, like the old saw where they had to get out of some, like a area? Yeah, kind of. At the end, they're in hell and they need to escape hell. By answering questions? Or by solving by Rubik's running cubes? out of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to like solve Rubik's Cubes every day. They had to confront their psychological... Mm. Um, Demons. Yeah. That is like Saul then. I actually haven't seen any of the Saul movies. <gasps> I haven't either. Ooh, I, I don't really, a, I don't really do torture. Ex- yeah, I, saw, I did a Saul escape room in, in Vegas. Oh, God. Where they, like, yeah, it was a surprise. Um, Hate that. Yeah, Henry took me. And the worst part of it was actually walking there, which was an hour walk in the Vegas heat. That was my least favorite part. But All, every part of that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this one. Okay, these are supposed to be all the good ones. Okay, so Spooktacular. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Spooktober, Volume Three, uh, is Halloween Three, Seasons of the Witch. Worst. Um, no more, mo- no more days. Oh yes, no more days till new podcast. I remember that. Okay, so no more days till new podcast, new podcast, new podcast. No more days till Magnum. Oops, weirdo movie. And yeah, that's actually how it ends. This is in yeah. Okay, yes. This was the worst Halloween movie ever. Um, yep, you definitely saw this episode or listened to this episode. Yes, yeah. because I remember this movie because I actually remember. Ooh, this is how old I mean. My friend is. This how old my friend is. <laughs> she told me. Now, when I was little, I actually saw Halloween 2 in a van. In a drive-in movie. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> my aunt, um, who used to babysit us, because my parents, you know, immigrants, had to work all the time. So my aunt, um, who wasn't that much older than us, had to take care of us all the time. Mm. And her boyfriend had this, like, 1970s van mm-hmm. and this is when move, uh, driving theaters were really big and so she was while babysitting us so Halloween 2 came out in the 70s so I was under 10 and so while babysitting us my aunt and her boyfriend put 
the three of us in the back of his van. So we had to hide in the back of the van because, you know, in drive throughs you paid per person. Ah, uh, <laughs> nice. So Classic. Was, yeah. <laughs> and plus, we're not supposed to be in a rated movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, details. Yeah. And so I saw Halloween 2, like, under 10 in a drive-in theater in a van. Um, yeah. Not supposed to be seeing that shit. <laughs> no. Children that I did not supposed to be seeing that shit. But... I remember when Halloween 3 came out, I was much older, and I was so excited. Only to have it crushed. Only to have it the weirdest, weirdest thing. <laughs> and was it, they were, they were selling, okay, they were selling some kind of a toy, and then on Halloween, they would, like, play something that made mm-hmm. that toy, they turn all the kids into murderers? Close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. did the podcast talk about? <laughs> was that what the podcast said? <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah. Yep. And you guys were talking about how much you liked it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was your favorite of all the Halloweens, you're saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, who knows who the director was and why it went so awry? And why they didn't follow Mike Myers? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Well, we do talk about that in the episode. Um, uh, do you remember the director's name? I, that's not coming to me right now. Uh, I do remember saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know his name. Yeah. I also don't know why they decided, like, you know what? Fuck Halloween and Halloween too. <laughs> well, John Carpenter didn't want to do another one. Uh, I was going to say, I think there's a really good story about it where he was like, he didn't want to do another one. And so he said something like, um, oh, gosh, there's a good story about it. Where he said, um, did he have some kind of rights to the storyline because of it or something? Because he didn't he, want to he do produced. it. He produced. He was a producer, I think. Mm. Or co writer, maybe. Since he didn't want to do it, they couldn't take that um, movie, um, that storyline. And so they just completely rewrote it. Yeah. But then wasn't it then redirected again by Alice Cooper? Uh, well, some, there was. Rob Zombie. Yes. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Recently, okay. there's, been a, of it. there's been a Halloween reboot series by Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And y'all talked about that. I totally remember that. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, Spooktober goes into November. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's what I was saying. Like, how do you squeeze them all into one month? We didn't. Close. Close. <laughs> okay. And so, the last movie... Um, you guys talked about was Friday the 13th, the final chapter. The final chapter begins and ends, but first, it begins. <laughs> Join Sierra and Chad as they experience thrills, chills, and S. <laughs> and that S. Mm. Mm. Marks the spot. So much S here in Friday, <laughs> Friday the 13th, part four. I don't think I saw this one. So, I'm assuming it was around Lake Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. Camp Crystal Lake, still. <laughs> yep. And Jason is now, like, 52. <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking about retirement. Uh, he's starting to get into, like, uh, you know, mad about his IRA not having enough money because <laughs> there was a crash. He's having a midlife, yeah. mid-life-ending crisis. <laughs> right. That sounded like him. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 kill, kill, kill. Yeah. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> what does it all mean? Besides what just all mean? ending a bunch of others. <laughs> right. 
Killing people used to be exciting. Now these stupid kids won't stop coming to this goddamn camp. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they come to the camp. Okay, this is how I would have written it. He, oh, can, can he not leave the camp? He, he can. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually goes to New York and space. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Death the 13th. Oh, shit. Part 78. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey Voorhees. <laughs> goes into okay. space. Um, I mean, Amazon's been in the whole thing mm-hmm. since the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is what the mailman saw. <laughs> I don't even remember this, but like I said, so this is the, his last year at camp. He's like, I've been on this camp for like 25 years now, and I'm tired of it. My mom died. I know I killed her, but she's gone, and these countless bodies are becoming meaningless, and it gets sad. It gets sad. <laughs> you, you really feel for the guy. <laughs> yeah, it starts to get a little depressing, and you feel like, oh, he has killed 70 people. And after a while... It's got to get to you. What's it all mean? (laughs) You know? And he's like, I'm on this camp. God knows who's taking care of the camp. (laughs) And someone needs to hire that uh, marketing person because they're doing a bang-up job getting people there every year despite the 13 murders per year. So they've got a really good marketing person. So he's like, okay... You know, Barb and Marketing's doing a bang-up job. <laughs> That's who I have to kill next. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't, because if he kills her, yeah. then the whole business is yeah. down. And so there's not going to be a Friday 13, 17, 18, 19, 20th. And then he can't go to space. And he won't go to space. So Jeff has to go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a coming-of-age movie. <laughs> wow. And that's what the final is. The yeah. final is a mm-hmm. hint in his mind. He's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like a diet. <laughs> I am done with carbs. He quits murder cold turkey. Then we followed that up with... Okay. How many more episodes do we have? <laughs> we're, we're near the end. We're near yeah, the we're end. very near Yay, the end. Yay, yeah. no, we're going to knock this out of the park. Last stretch. <laughs> okay, this one's called Magnum Oops Jeopardy. No Jad. Ooh, no Jad. No rules. <laughs> Right, folks. <laughs> I read this one. I saw this one you guys posted on, I think, Facebook. I think I saw this one. I didn't see it. I just saw this headline. <laughs> I didn't actually listen to it. <laughs> okay. Except you did, and that's what you're going to tell us about. Yes, 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 of course. <laughs> I have short-term memory loss. Um, ooh, that should have been totally the premise, that I listened to it all. Mm. I have short-term memory loss. It is retroactively now. Yeah. That, that's what right. the premise and has this been. This is my best recollection of yep. what I thought I didn't hear. Yep. Okay. No Jad, no rules. That's right, folks. Jad has left Magnum Oops for one episode. In their, in their place, Sierra brings in two. Ooh. You take up so much space, Thems. <laughs> You're a big personality to fill. So we had to take we two. We had to replace... Two people. Um, Sierra brings in two of her best friends who are super smart, and one has been on Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this right when Alex Trebek dies? Oh, no, this was just like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were celebrating <laughs> the death. 
Fuck that guy. <laughs> Chad had to go to Alex's um, funeral. <laughs> and so in homage, you stayed home and had two of your best friends come. I don't remember their names. They were Brenda mm-hmm. and Sam. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And did you guys play an episode of Jeopardy? Or were you just talking about Jad's close relationship with Alex, Alex Trebek, Trebek and how he helped Alex? I always thought it was Alec. <laughs> like Alec Baldwin, but I think it is Alex you Trebek. Mean, you mean Alex Baldwin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot you for that. Because <laughs> oh, oh, oh. you're a plant. Too soon. Yeah, too exactly. soon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never too soon. Okay, um... Yes, you guys talked about how Jad had helped Alec come up with the, his uh, persona on Jeopardy because Alex Trebek has a lisp and Jad was saying, no man, if you're going to host this show, you got to talk like this. <laughs> I was saying that while not being on the episode. No, you, you, Yes. This is a backstory. We, we are recalling your story for you. Ah, uh, yes. Right, because you're at the wake. You're at the wake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this might be the same story you're telling. It could be kind of kismic like that, where you're telling your eulogy for Alec. At the same Alex, time. At the same time, we're retelling the same story on your behalf for the podcast. Ah. But this is a backstory of how you and Alex know each other. Mm-hmm. Because Alex used to lisp, and nobody told him. It's kind of like the Emperor's New Clothes. Where, like, nobody wanted to tell him, like, you kind of lift. He's like, listen, this is Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. <laughs> and you were the first, like, you were young then. And you had balls. And so you're like, hey, hey, see here, Mr. Trebek. <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Hey, Trebek. Hey, Mr. Trebek. Yeah, see here. Nobody talks like that, right? And then Jad became a postman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, you're like, you gotta talk with confidence. Nobody lisps anymore. <laughs> <laughs> lisps are a thing of the past. That's so passe. <laughs> and so then he like redid the thing, and then it just became a juggernaut. And then from then on, he always like called you and stuff. And that's how like that. I remember you guys talking, and I'm like, wow, I didn't know Jad and Alex were so close. And he's like two and a half years late to his wake. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that hurt. That hurt. You know, yeah. me just being so lazy. You were never good with time. No. Such a hacker. Yeah. <laughs> you were a hacker. Oh, and then you were gone, and so the episode was really short, and that was all it was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the... 40 seconds long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, this is just this... Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Just this morning, this one came out. I mean, I heard it, listened to it. No, last Tuesday is when I heard this one. I heard a different one just this morning. The last one I heard last Tuesday was Revenge of the Spectacular's Revenge. Blood Rage. We're not, uh, we're not out of the shadow woods yet. Join Sierra and Jad once again as we squeeze one more 80s slasher mo. <laughs> We love squeezing mo's. <laughs> we squeezed so many mo's. Hey, Curly, get over here. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of this one. 
until I heard about it on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Blood Rage. Ooh, is that the movie about the lady who, um... <laughs> no, it's not that one. Keep going. It was... The one I was thinking of is, like, how this lady... It's really bad. And I don't even think it's a horror story. It's another coming page. <laughs> it's about a girl who... Oh, gosh. She had a period, and um, nobody told her about it, and then she got abused at school, and she comes Carrie? All oh, right, Carrie. <laughs> I thought that was blood rage. She comes she goes, that would make sense as an name And she for comes that. home, she goes, Mama, why didn't you tell me, Mama? It's just blood, Mama, and every girl gets it. It's called your period, Mama. And then, she, and then her mind goes, first comes the blood, then comes the boys. Oh, is that not blood rage? <laughs> it yeah, is. that's blood rage. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Okay. And then they, she gets they, blood dumped on her at the prom. Right. Yeah. Totes. Mm-hmm. They renamed it. Yep. In my day, it was called Carrie. <laughs> and then now the millennial, you know the new... It's the it, reboot. Yeah, the reboot. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, Carrie, Carrie who? <laughs> so like, that's not pulling in the audience, right? They want to know what's going to happen to this Carrie girl. And I'm like, well, she does get a bucket of pig's blood dumped on her. Mm-hmm. The whole movie starts with how she gets, starts her bleeding, like, period. And she's raging. And when she's raging, that's when she kills everybody at the mm-hmm. prom. With her mind. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Blood rage ends with Carrie killing everyone at the with her brain because they spill blood on her. She's raging. She mad. She mad. She <laughs> and she, and she's, had, she's on her first period and they're making fun of her. Ooh, child. That's the wrong time. And she even kills her favorite coach. Remember how she killed... Oh, and she kills Tommy. Mm-hmm. Her prom date. Mm-hmm. Well... Well, he had the bucket hit on him. But did, didn't she carry him out there? She's super strong. <laughs> With her mind. It's like called Carrie because she carried. <laughs> yeah. And there was one set of footprints. <laughs> there was just one set of footprints. And <laughs> that is when Carrie carried me. <laughs> but I think she really did carry him out of the prom. That part I don't remember. Like, I just remember at the end, there's like all of this fire. And she's like walking out. And I can't remember. What? Dang, she must have been strong. She was raging. She was raging. Blood rage. Mm hmm. That was a blood rage. There you have it. Carrie remake. Reboot. Yep. I like that movie. First comes the blood, <laughs> then comes the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then just this morning, you listened to our most recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This morning, I was so happy to hear that time Jad nearly got arrested in high school. <coughs> Jad, <laughs> what do board teens do like Jad? Like Jad, growing up in rural Iowa in the early nineties, not still cows, officer. We swear, in this ep, Jad. <laughs> In this episode, <laughs> which which is true, <laughs> it's true. I was in that episode, ladies and gentlemen. It kind of says inept, inept, Jack. Inept, 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 Jad. Um. So yeah, Jad, I was so heart 
heartbroken to hear that you were mm-hmm. obviously an Iowan thug. <laughs> yep. Classic. Stealing people's cows. Midwest represent. <laughs> but then the lying about it, Jed, and then the swearing about it. <laughs> so much swearing. So much gosh darn you swearing. Fu- you fucking ca- I mean, my God, you gosh darn cow. I betcha. I mean, I tell ya. And that's Wisconsin. <laughs> also, you're from Wisconsin. I did not steal the cow. I swear. Um, yeah, Jed, I know you're bored. But when I listened to this, I was like, man, he totes stole that cow. <laughs> I know you said you didn't, and you were trying to explain it away, but there were so many loopholes in your story. Is that what you call them? Yep. Well, just holes. Plot holes? <laughs> I don't think they're called loopholes. They're just holes in your story. Gaps, I think. Gaps. Yeah. Plot holes. <laughs> and, of course, in that episode, my tale of uh, altercation with law enforcement inspired Sierra to tell their story of what happened to them, which was, as you recall... Oh, yes. You growing up in... Um, Upstate New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have cows there. <laughs> I vaguely remember <laughs> you mentioning that it wasn't a cow. The animals that would be all over upstate New York is something similar. Sheep! <laughs> no, they probably wouldn't have those up there. What was that animal, Sierra? Um, wombats. <laughs> a wombat? No! I know. Upstate New York. All of those uh, feral cats. <laughs> <laughs> Unique to New York. Yes. Unique New York, as they say. Yeah. Unique New York. <laughs> um, Unique New York. Unique New York. Um, so, yes, you were talking about how being from upstate New York, there are just a plethora of feral cats, and you wanting to advance your cat lady status, <laughs> decided to, you wouldn't steal. So of course what not. What did was laid out cans and cans of tuna mm. in your bedroom, yep. open up the windows, Ill-advised, but yeah. open the door, <laughs> and just sat and waited. And what you didn't realize is like, almost like so many cats came, so many cats mm. came, so many cats came, like too many cats came, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do. To I was the point there. where it was opposite, where you had to call the police, and your interaction <laughs> with the police is, save me, <laughs> too many feral cats. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're very busy figuring out a ring of stolen cows. <laughs> in so, Iowa. In <laughs> it was a chain. There were see there were a no cows. It was a crime ring. A crime a cow ring. Thieving yeah. Crime ring. That's why there are no more cows in episode. No, they imported the cows <laughs> from Iowa. Oh, just to steal them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like talking to the police, like, dude, come on. I wanted like seven. That would have that would have gotten you the official. What pin, a suffice. The official yeah. pin. Um. But you ended up getting like 70 of them. Mm-hmm. You had too much tuna. <laughs> That's what they always say about me. 
But that was really good. It was a real juxtaposition of the two different experiences that you can have with the police. Yeah, I like that one. It got me to get to know you guys a lot better. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Woo! Oh, Lucia, you did it. You recapped our whole season up to this Ooh. point. Thank you. That was such a good season, you guys. Yeah. I cannot wait for season two. <laughs> Especially now that I've subscribed <laughs> by going to any place that you can get any podcast. That means Spotify, um, Stitcher, um, Amazon now, Audible, mm-hmm. all kinds of places. Anywhere you can find it, you can probably also just Google it and it'll come up. That's right. Magnum Oops. Or you will get a gif of Danny DeVito saying, oops, I dropped my Magnum condom for my monster dong. From, is that where that came from? From Always Sunny? No. <laughs> oh, it did. We did discuss it in an episode oh, that mean, you oops, listened to. I dropped my Magnum condom for my giant dong. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Danny DeVito said? Basically, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> where did he say that? Uh, it's Always Sunny? Yeah, that's and, what he said. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what season, but oh, it was, oh, it was oh, like oh, seventeen seasons. The, I know it. The the Dennis system episode. Oh gosh, I haven't watched it in forever. I have so many seasons to catch up on. Yeah, that, to be fair, there's yeah, yeah there's like because I do a download like an automatic download of all the episodes. Uh, and I literally okay. have it on my Plex, and it's like oh okay, gotcha. Quite a few. I think I'm like six seasons behind. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch up. Is that where it came from? No. It came from a text exchange with Gus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gus uh, was texting Sierra. Gus meant to type Magnum Opus and typed oh, Magnum, Magnum Oops. Gotcha, <laughs> yes. gotcha. That's why, like, when I was... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yay, that was awesome! Lucia, this has been a blast. I love this episode. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this one again. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And it was very impromptu. I'm so glad. And we will have you back for sure. It won't be a whole year until you're back again. Sierra, can you please tell us what it is that we say at the end of every episode of Magnum Oops? Boy, oh boy, can I. The thing that that we always say at the end of every episode of Magnum Oops. I am Groog. <laughs> <laughs> good, good night, everybody. Don't say bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>